Emergency Medical Minute. So uh, in emergency medicine, there's a few classic uh, presentations of pain out of proportion to exam. Uh, so things like mesenteric ischemia present with abdominal pain that's disproportionate to the exam, compartment syndrome. Uh, and then the condition that I was going to talk about is necrotizing fasciitis, which is another sort of classic patient presents with pain out of proportion to exam, especially when it's early. So we'll talk a little bit about definitions, the case presentation, and a little bit about the workup and treatment uh, for necrotizing fasciitis. So uh, what's what's the definition of necrotizing fasciitis? Has anyone seen a diagnosis of necrotizing fasciitis? I'm sure, I'm sure you all have. Uh, anyone can speak to what, what the what the presentation was like. So it's generally a extremely severe uh, uh, skin and soft tissue infection. Uh, <clears throat> there's generally two clinical syndromes uh, that patients uh, present with, uh, and then we'll talk a little bit about uh, what the operative findings are. So in general, it's broken down into uh, either sort of a polymicrobial infection, uh, generally in patients who uh, are uh, have some uh, degree of risk, so they're immunocompromised with diabetes, they're obese, they've had some sort of injury, uh, and then you get a polymicrobial infection, and sort of one of the classic organisms that causes it is clostridium. Uh, so just keep that in the back of your mind because that guides antibiotic uh, choice. The other presentation is uh, for sort of group A strep. Those tend to be a little bit more idiosyncratic in that, you know, a young, healthy host can get that. Uh, they also can have risk factors as well, but, uh, and that's sort of more of a uh, uh, group A strap that produces a specific toxin uh, that is called uh, uh, M protein. It's a super antigen and it uh, leads to generally like a toxic shock syndrome presentation, but also. Uh, the skin and soft tissue infection uh, tends to be necrotizing. So as far as the actual diagnosis of necrotizing fasciitis, that's sort of a pathology or operative diagnosis. So basically, uh, when the surgeon goes in to debride the wound, what they find is uh, gray necrotic fascia, so hence the term uh, necrotizing fasciitis, it has a pretty characteristic sort of dishwater, uh, they describe it, uh, like really uh, foul-smelling, uh, cloudy, uh, liquefied uh, pus. Uh, and it's generally something where uh, uh, the tissue, normally fascia, when it's sort of encasing muscle, is really fibrous and thick. Uh, when there's necrotizing fasciitis, you know, even with just some blunt dissection with the fingers, it just sort of liquefies and you can break the, break down the muscle. So that's what they find uh, sort of uh, operatively. As far as sort of the workup, you know, it's a, it's a classic ER uh, diagnosis because oftentimes it's missed. Uh, uh, so what are some of the things that you're looking for besides pain out of proportion? Uh, are there any sort of decision rules that you've ever heard of or features of the history or exam? that make you think especially? Uh, what are some of the things on physical exam? Anyone? What's that? Uh-huh, crepitus. So it ends up that clostridium, uh, not group A strap, is a gas-forming organism. So crepitus, uh, what Ian is pointing to, you know, you feel sort of like uh, Rice Krispies uh, when you press uh, on the skin. Uh, the corresponding x-ray finding is that you see gas uh, on the x-ray. 
also other classic things are things like skip lesions. So it, because it's, you know, it can uh, migrate subcutaneously, you know, you can have a cropping of uh, redness uh, uh, and then some somewhere else distal to it, uh, inches away or uh, uh, so that's sort of a classic sort of skip lesion. You, you would not have uh, elevated CK reliably. Uh, in general, uh, if it's far advanced, uh, that would be a finding, but the goal ident is to identify the skin and soft tissue infection as it's sort of evolving into the fascia before there's sort of extensive uh, mu muscle necrosis. But generally, it could be uh, found, but it wouldn't be what we would consider a sensitive uh, indicator uh, for necrotizing fasciitis. I think it would have relatively high specificity because you otherwise would not expect that in a case of necrotizing fasciitis. As far as uh, treatment, uh, sort of predictable that it has broad spectrum antibiotics, but uh, interestingly, clindamycin is generally added. Clinda uh, inhibits uh, protein synthesis uh, by uh, bacteria uh, and clostridium uh, or group A strep. Uh, they're both associated with toxin production, which would be a protein. So. Uh, classically for uh, clostridium, uh, you uh, provide clindamycin, and then generally it's you know, some combination of bank and gen uh, and clinda. Uh, as far as the prognosis, even with best care, the mortality is about 30-40%. Uh, um, so hopefully that gives you a sense of sort of a classic presentation of something in ER that you know, we worry about with pain out of proportion to exam that has some clinical features, but ultimately requires sort of a low threshold uh, for further evaluation, laboratory testing, MRI if the diagnosis is in question, and early surgical consultation uh, for uh, aggressive debridement and broad-spectrum antibiotics. All right, so that's my spiel. Does anyone have any questions about that? Emergency Medical Minute is, and always will be, about free medical education. Medicine's most prolific podcast is successful because of our supporters, donors, and of course, our listeners. Please like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. And if you support spreading free medical education, please donate at our website, emergencymedicalminute.com. As always, keep listening.